What's up, guys? This is Carly Janae, and I thank you for tuning in to the Naked and Exposed, the podcast. We're back. (laughs) What is up, you guys? Thank you for joining me on episode two. How are y'all? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. (laughs) All right. So we ended episode one with the poem Night. And if you missed episode one, I'm going to play Night right now. In the cold of the night, when you finally broke in your insomnia or so you thought, you will awaken from this terrible dream you can't quite understand. So instead you cling towards the light switch because the darkness in the room seems to be swallowing you whole with no escape. In the light, you know you are safe. It's no coincidence. These, excuse me, for the Savior died to comfort you on nights like this. On nights like these, it's no coincidence. These night terrors began the day. You decided to partner with your future, no longer speaking life into dead situations for the enemy knows. The only way he can stop you is by trapping you in your mind like a thief in the night. Only here to steal, kill, and destroy your hope. To tamper with your journey, causing a ripple through your destiny in the light. You know you are safe. For the Savior died to comfort you on nights like this. On nights like these. It's kind of funny. These night terrors began the day. You decided to silence the enemy's voice. And started walking towards your purpose. Night, 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 night. Oh, Lord, help me to explain this piece. (laughs) Yo, the enemy, he be trying. He really be trying. And it's just the fact that when we're awakened to purpose, he can't. One, he can't do anything. He'll try to stop us. But nothing he does is new under the sun. He just takes old things he's already done and try to revamp it to fit into the structure of this generation. We can look at that when it comes to drugs. We can look at that when it comes to social media. We can look at that when it comes to this instant gratification. And... Night. As we discussed in episode one, I struggled with anxiety and it got to the point where I was like, I can't live my life with these panic attacks. I can't live my life fearful. And I started, it started, (laughs) I started writing I am statements all over my mirror in the back, in my bathroom at my apartment, I just wrote I am statements and I started to declare those words over my life when I woke up. And coming home, it was prime time for the enemy to start to attack me and to even rewind, to go back a little bit. 
I started vlogging and I actually spoke out about my anxiety. And the next day I got smacked with a panic attack. And it's that saying, the blind can't lead the blind. Or for me, how can I help people heal or walk through something that I'm not completely free from? And you you get tested in the, the very thing you speak out on, you get tested in. And I can say that the Lord has freed me from the spirit of fear because 2 Timothy 1.7 says, the Lord does not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And with the sound mind, there is no doubt. With the sound mind, there is no confusion. With the sound mind, there is no insecurity. And we know perfect love cast out all fear. So perfect love cast out all fear, like God is love. And that coming to know God as father, because a father gives protection, a father gives identity, a father gives purpose, allowed me to start to see the truth in who I was and to set aside the lies that I was constantly, constantly rehearsing in my head. Because anxiety is worry and worry is constantly being fixated on one thing over and 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 over. If you get my point, over and over and over and over and over and you get exhausted and you get tired and you will either fall into this depression, you'll have these depressive thoughts. It's just not healthy. It wasn't healthy. And night for me was facing the night because it's the nighttime, it's dark. It's where you have to cling on to the light source and the light source is Jesus Christ. And it's knowing that even if I wake up in the middle of the night, even when these night terrors try to come on me and you have to be careful with the words that you speak. And if you'll notice that I, I speak, I use it in past tense because you I refuse to come back into agreement with it. And to note that when the Lord frees you from something, it can be instantly or it can be this process of walking it out, but also understand that it's called a stronghold. And a stronghold is the toxic thought pattern. And you know, and you may not know, but it takes 21 days for something to become a habit. And just think about all the things we've been doing since we were little, things that we adapted from our parents that may not be healthy, that we've adapted from our peers, from the society that may not be healthy. We now have to rewire this process of thinking. And it's literally thinking about what you think about. I had been reading Dr. Carolyn Leaf, and she is a neuroscientist who basically shows how the Bible confirms science and how science confirms the Bible and talks about reshaping your mind. And it just like, all of this stuff is scripture. Like all of it is scripture. Like it's all in the scripture. And it's just that fact that do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Like that's scripture. It's thinking about what you think about 
and dying to yourself on a daily basis. And dying to yourself is being okay with knowing that your truth is not the truth. It's not always the truth. Being okay with the things that you you identify with now can't go into your future because that was shaped out of brokenness. Is accepting that you are an imperfect human being. It's accepting that we all fall short of the glory of God on a daily basis, but allowing God to do the transformation within us because it's he who does the work within us. We can't do it without him. And we sometimes try to disassociate with Christ and do it on our own. We cannot do it on our our own power. Like his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Like it's impossible. And it's just allowing yourself to be, just be, just sit still and be, and be okay with knowing that this these panic attacks won't last always. Being okay with knowing your current circumstance won't last always. The pain that you feel right now will not last always. Because weeping endures for a night, but joy does come in the morning. His mercy is made new each and every day. And it's allowing yourself and praying, Lord, please give me the eyes and ears to see you and to hear you on today. Lord, it's, it's rehearsing the scripture. The Lord does not give me the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. The Lord does not give me the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. The Lord does not give me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. The Lord does not give you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Depression has no home in you. Anxiety has no home in you. Confusion has no home in you. The things of this world do not have a home in you. And it is okay to know that it may have come this far, but no, it can't go any further. And panic attacks are no joke, but the enemy only attacks people who are valuable. The enemy only comes after your identity to deceive you because of the magnitude of what you carry. And it's that moment where you realize what you carry that you start to see how he's using friends, he's using family members, he's using these things that are close to you to get you distracted, to get you to come off of your heavenly seat and to respond. Anger, unforgiveness, like we have to start there. And that is what I had to do. I had to start there by just accepting that I had carried this anger and this frustration and this pain because I expected things from people. I perverted the lens of protection and I sought out protection from guys in the form of that's my brother And by God's grace and God's grace alone, he was able to show me that, allowed me to repent of that, and to now be able to give all of me in my friendships, all of me in the the friendships that the Lord has given me and has allowed me to, to see how he can use me to be the light. 
And he wants the same for you. Like I say it all the time, like rejection is just the perverted lens of protection. It's no different. Because I felt rejected, I started to take that perversion and sought out validation from human beings. And we're built for community. We're built to repent to one another. We're built to confess our sins to one another and pray for one another and walk in sign miracles and wonders too. But first and foremost, we have to have a relationship with the Lord. And it's one thing to say you believe in God and another thing to actually walk this thing out and to surrender and dying to yourself is allowing that that natural reaction of wanting to respond a certain way, wanting to roll your eyes and to get, you know, to not have self-control. Like we're supposed to walk in the fruits of the spirit. And if we do the opposite and walk in, in the fruits of the flesh, then we end up back at square one with pain, with, with hurt, with, with doubt. And it's just the fact that we've all been hurt and it's this repetitive cycle until somebody decides to to rise up in the position that the Lord has called you to be in, to be the one that cancels one, the assignment on your lineage and cancel the assignment that the, the enemy is trying to do, that you have been given authority to speak over and speak into and to overcome. But hurt people hurt people. You're hurt. You are hurting by someone who is hurt, who is hurting and in return hurt you. History tends to repeat itself. Now here you are living convinced that this is how it's supposed to be. And it's not. It is not supposed to be like that at all. And it's the fact that when you start to seek out a relationship with God, taking time to read your Bible and to ask questions and to surround yourself by godly counsel and to get planted in a church, God will start to give you more and more and more. And before you know it, who you are now isn't who you are, isn't the person that you have become since yesterday, two weeks ago. It's just taking the baby steps and yielding and learning God's voice so that when the enemy tries to come in nightmares, when the enemy tries to awaken you in the middle of the night, you can turn back over and laugh. Because you know God is on your side and he will never leave nor forsaken you. OMG. Well, guys, it has been real fun and I will see you on episode three. <laughs> Turn up. Holla at your girl.